Welcome, everyone, to the Reignite Your Passion podcast. Here is Andrea, and today our guest is a spiritual life coach that, that helps people with their spiritual awakening and self-improvement. Welcome, Kartika. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. So how are you today? I'm good. You know, it's early here and it's nice. It's a nice day. It's, it's getting cold, you know, but it's, mm. it, it's still nice. Where are you based exactly? In, in Canada. So we're gearing up oh, for winter. So <laughs> pretty cold then. <laughs> pretty cold. Yeah. Not um, as cold as it could be, but it's getting there. Really? Sure. Yeah. So what is the minimum they can get? Minus? Oh, uh, it could go down to minus 30 sometimes with a windshield, minus 40. <laughs> okay. Nice. It's good to be in Greece then. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how is living in Canada? It's really good. Um, I live in a city that I would say very much a melting pot. You have so many different cultures and ethnicities and you're exposed to so much. And in that same vein, you're kind of, it, it is a little bit of a paradox where it makes you so open-minded and exposed to so much at such an early age, um, foods and cultures and languages, it's great. And yet the rest of the world kind of doesn't look like that either. So okay. it, um, if you go to even rural parts of Canada, it's it, it's not like that. So it's a very unique experience growing up, I would say, in metropolis around the world. Beautiful. All right. So we go, actually, we dive deep into the growing up. A kind of um, question. So give me a little bit of background of yourself. Um, I was born in Sri Lanka and then we moved over to Canada when I was two and um, I've been here ever since. Um, what else? I have um, a design degree and then um, I don't know. It was an interesting experience. I, I enjoyed it, but I think what they don't teach you in schools is that you know what you do is very different of how it's going to be at work and there's a whole different set of rules at work which is something that I never um got used to <laughs> and then maybe I didn't want to get mm. used to it mm. so that's it so in you... a nutshell okay okay cool and um tell me a little bit about what is passion for you passion I think for me is following um what excites you what lights you up what like ignites this fire in you and um and you, you just can't help but smile and it's mm -hmm. often sometimes even following your bliss and it's it's there's a lot of it where it's just a feeling it's like mm -hmm. what are you naturally drawn to what feels also comforting and like home as well yeah. it, it, it's it's this um knowing where it just feels so safe and it just feels so aligned with who you are beyond anything that you can even articulate which is why I'm probably having a hard time explaining this but it's it's um yeah it's all of that stuff it's like a feeling mm. yeah yeah I agree um can only be felt really yeah. and you say, uh, what's your gift? 
Awesome. You know, that's a really good question because for me, particularly because I think everyone does have a gift, but I always have a hard time um, Finding it. or saying what mine is. It's just maybe a little bit of like spotlight. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm a good listener. I think I. <laughs> it is hard. It's hard to say. But um, no, I'm a good listener, and I um, I think I have a unique way of seeing the world. And um, because of maybe the way I grew up, or or for many different reasons, I have this natural empathy and compassion for just human experiences. So I, I think I could. I definitely whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. And I think it's a good thing. I definitely can go deep and can maybe see what's behind the veil. And mm -hmm. that can actually make a lot of people uncomfortable, but I think people need it. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just, I think that's it. Nice. How do you see the world right now? Right now I am, um, I'm hopeful, you know, there's a lot that that that's going on that's destructive, that's hateful, that um, can give reason to be scared. And, and, and all of that is true. But I also think that people are fighting against it and pushing through it and finding innovative ways to sustain our planet. Um, there there's a lot to like I said just be hopeful for and I think that's also another one of my gifts is just to always find the positives because there's always that silver lining absolutely I mean like if you know there is always the other side of the stick mm -hmm. okay so no matter how how bad looks like there is always the opposite I agree. Exactly, exactly the opposite. So that's how the universe, I guess, is wo works, right? Yeah. Love polarity. Yeah. Love it. And um, nowadays, what are you really passionate about? I think I wouldn't even say nowadays. It's something I always was, but I'm really like stepping into it and making it mm -hmm. my life and my space. And that is... Um, I've always been a lover of story uh, mm -hmm. in, in any form, whether it, and that's why I think I have so many different interests because I could find the story in food if someone makes you something or in architecture. Um, but I've been always a lover of like film and books and TV and just music and just finding that story. And I think right now I'm stepping into a space where I get to not only share my story, but hear other people's stories and also um, create a community in a space where people can feel safe to share their mm -hmm. stories and be authentic. We, I think a lot of us, or maybe I could just speak for me. I was living in environments where I was just having surface level conversations and it was, I, I wanted more. And mm. um, with every, and through my first spiritual awakening, I really, I was allowed, I started to step into more of that side of me that I was kind of frightened to. And it, it came with a lot of sacrifice to step into this space. And I think, you know, like 
stories and spirituality and, and wellness and making sure that people are able to have the tools to step into the the best version of themselves really lights me up and I'm I'm really passionate about that and also being able to share what I went through in hopes that it could help somebody else beautiful so that's what you do as a spiritual life coach yes and also a writer I have a blog and um Mm. sharing sharing through that way nice beautiful I saw um uh, when I when I was you know when you when we got in touch with each other and yeah. uh, I saw that you are like a spirit you are focusing on spiritual awakening I love that so let's talk about okay, spiritual cool. awakening <laughs> <laughs> so what is spiritual awakening for you what does it mean uh, you know from my experience in research, there's different types, but I will start, I'll start broad. And it, it really means that you're living your, a, you're more connected to the universe and you're living your life more aligned with like a soul's purpose. So what your soul wants, and then you're wanting to become more connected to that. And then you start to it's you start to see and feel that how everything's connected between you and the water and the trees and it's a a, a much more gentler and loving sort of place to live through um and it it's also removing and chipping away from the ego and your body and your personality knowing that those are parts of your human experience but right. that there's so much more and there's a soul that's infinite and there's a soul that's so much wiser than you and um so when you're awakened to that you're awakened to the universe the cosmos and you're awakened to your soul and that's a very beautiful and, and also kind of scary at first place to in if you're not if you're new to it it could be isolating it could be lonely it could be like you could feel like you're going crazy um but ultimately I think it's a really beautiful path and very very rewarding if you stay on and commit to it Mm. why is it rewarding very yeah oh why is it um because I once again, if you, I think it's work to stay on this path and it was for me. Um, so it forces you to do the work on yourself. Okay. Um, it forces you to heal maybe the programming and the condition that you had throughout your life from your childhood and maybe your adolescent years, which has shaped your thoughts. And maybe you don't have positive or productive thoughts and as we know, our thoughts then shape our emotions and our emotions then create our behavior and then that dictates everything. So um, when you become spiritually awakened, your awareness kind of expands and you become very uh, aware of these uh, blocks and barriers in your life and knowing that it's actually stemming from you. And that you have control. So um, 
the rewards are just more peace within yourself and peace within your life and acceptance and self-love um, and a deepening into appreciation for the world around you, basically, of everything. Mm. Wow. My next question was about how do you know when you are spiritually awakened? But I guess you kind of answer it. You feel more <laughs> at peace. You do. You do. And you feel also like that you can start to um, distinguish between the voice that's in your head and this other knowing that's different mm. from the one that's in your head. That's right. um, it's it's. It's a, like we talked about earlier when we were speaking about passion. It's a feeling. And when you start trusting and surrendering to that feeling and strengthening that feeling, you, mm. you can start understanding, oh, no, that feeling actually is this entity and it's part of me and it's a soul. Um, but yet it's not part of me. It's part of everything else. And there is a very different voice between that soul and your mind um and yes. uh, i think um i forgot what your question is i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 was that no no you, you just answered about like how do you know when uh, when you basically you are spiritually awakened so you just yeah you say that yeah, you're... you can feel like yeah you have kind of two two different voices and you know for sure the one that that feels right and then you have this inner piece of kind of knowing right knowing that that is the right choice or knowing that that is the right things to do and um yeah that's it that's it and it's also like i mentioned it's um to get to that inner peace there is a road and because at first it might you might feel it and then you might lose it And then you have to yeah. learn how, the tools to get it back. And that's ultimately what it is. It's, it's keeping you on that path towards like, how can you give yourself the tools mm. to deepen into self-love, to uh, heal your past and your wounds so they don't keep showing up um, and blocking you from progressing in life. And um, how can you tap into creativity? How can you feel the sounds and hear or hear the sounds of nature? There's all that stuff that you get to learn on that path. Beautiful. And what triggered you to, to walk on that path? Well, I had um, my first spiritual awakening was a sudden spiritual awakening. And there's different ones. So a sudden spiritual awakening Um, usually happens after something spontaneous, um, like a car accident or a sudden illness, or in my case, the death of a loved one. And, um, and, and that's sort of what I was talking about. It, I had really no choice. I was just hurtled into it. And then suddenly I had all of these, A, this confidence and this peace and the silence in my mind that I wanted my whole life, but I got it just like that. And then I also started to hear the sounds of the universe. Like I started to almost hear the trees and hear the wind and hear, like it was very out of this world and just, mm. you know, and I did think I was going crazy. It was a lot of like, what is going on right now? 
Um, and then <laughs> it, a couple of months, it kind of went away and that noise started to enter back in my head. And I got really scared because I was not in um, a good place before. I was really, I had a lot of anxiety, had adjustment disorder, so, um, and suicidal ideations. So it's, it was like scary for me. And I, but then that allowed me to start the work and start the research and knowing, oh, you could have spontaneous, I mean, um, gradual spiritual awakenings, meaning you're able to give that power that I felt or that confidence and all that peace to yourself through work, through a spiritual practice, whatever that looks like to you. Right, right. Um, nowadays, is a, there is a lot about talking about spiritual revolution. So it's a kind of spiritual awakening like collective spiritual mm. awakening yesterday actually i was talking to somebody about it and they kind of look at me like oh what and so mm -hmm. it's just like so just wondering what would you tell someone how would you introduce spiritual awakening to someone who is just doesn't know anything about it yeah and maybe he's interested mm -hmm. I um, know that's a really good question and a good segue because like we where we left off was there's spontaneous ones and that's something that you really have no control so you can't force someone to have a spontaneous awakening and oftentimes I really wouldn't wish someone to have a spontaneous awakening because it usually comes with something tragic and awful but with the gradual ones I would say if they are even asking you that question and they're approaching you, there is something in them, something happened in their life that's making them question something mm -hmm. or that's making them want to know possibly a deeper meaning to all of this or what's going on. And it's that curiosity that you could hold on to. And from that, you could start developing with, you could ask them to start first by meditating and when you do that through that practice which is to you know in basic terms I won't get into it but it's like just focusing on the breath and um, being mindful of your thoughts and your surroundings and just always returning back to your breath and you could do more advanced research chipping away at the ego and everything else around you and through that practice um, it just inevitably becomes, it, it, it makes you a more, there are practical uh, rewards you get where you're less reactive, you're more present mm -hmm. to um, your daily tasks, and you're able to do them with more intention and purpose, which is great. Um, but then there's something else that comes in, and that's the unworldly part where maybe you're having a different reaction and relationship with plant that's in your house or the pet that you have or even uh, the people in your life maybe you're developing more empathy and compassion and maybe you're even hearing the sounds um, of your surrounding in a more deeper and um, 3d lens um, and that happens like I said gradually where you do the work every day um and from that they can have a gradual spiritual awakening but first and foremost even if they're asking that question there's something going on with them in their life in their body um subconsciously 
that wants to know more and that's maybe pushing them in that direction. If there is interest, that means that a door is open or is started to open. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Nice. Um, if you could change one thing in the world, what would that be? Oh, <laughs> that's a hard question. <laughs> oh, man, there's so many things. Um, one thing. I would... I don't know. I think I would get rid of our, it could be abstract too, right? Yeah, fine. Even your car. Okay. I would like to change my car. Yes, sure. No. Oh, no okay. Yeah. No, no, I, no. I, <laughs> I would um, remove all of our basic needs and desires and cravings for um, meat products. Um, I don't know oh. if you thought that. Uh, so just like our even our taste for meat. Um, I just read this really cool book uh, called Regenesis, and it's 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 nothing new. But if you if we just all move towards a plant based diet, um, then everything will follow suit. So when I'm talking about that, then even the government have to change their policies, the businesses have to change their business models, and um, there's there's just so much in it that will not only be beneficial for us in terms of our mental health and our well-being and our diets, but also obviously the planet. And they have, there's just proof that we get so much more protein um, from plant-based um, f- foods, that, but also that those plant-based foods take less space and land than maybe cattle does so uh, all of that is necessary for um the the replenishment of our our planet so i would say that and and it's very abstract it's just it's almost like we don't even crave it and if you don't even crave it then there's no need for the production of it need yes exactly and what would it be okay beside beside the planet what would it be the benefit for for us oh sort of what i touched on it it's 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 just overall it's been proven that going vegan and I I wouldn't say I'm vegan but I have mostly a vegan diet but it's just it's very good for our mental health where it's very good for our well-being and our bodies as well in terms of let's say our skin our our indigestion and all of it okay yeah well yeah um I was uh, I was vegetarian and vegan for a long time, and then I came back to, to meat, not eating much of it, mm-hmm. um, just just a little of variety and uh, and a good one, and it really does make the difference if you it really, really balance, yeah, um, especially for let's say the spiritual side of me. I can feel that I'm much more centered and calm yeah. and I crave, I crave less on other stuff as well. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, doesn't make me slave of, uh, all the other cravings as well, you know, and urges. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's send a wish. Let's see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so okay, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, what are you? What are the five things you are grateful for? Um, um, I'm grateful for my health. Um, you know, sometimes something will happen, and you have to like. I have a lot of uh, because of my diet growing up. I, I, I developed a lot of just ailments and stress is a huge culprit for a lot of um, diseases right now, especially a lot of autoimmune diseases. And so I just kind of developed um, a string of them from when I was 25 until maybe not a few years ago. But, um, you know, and I look at these autoimmune diseases that I have and they're not life threatening and I have my limbs and I ha- I'm able to still be independent in my daily tasks um I had like a rotator cuff last winter for whatever reason and I I couldn't do a daily thing like brush your teeth and like comb your hair and it's just so I'm grateful for that I really am just grateful for even though I have to there I have to be really restrictive with my diet with my autoimmune diseases and I have to make sure that I'm checking off certain lists to just keep me at equilibrium which I'm grateful for too but I I can I can use my hands I could use my feet and I think I'm so so grateful for that um I'm grateful for where I live um it's I don't have to worry being a woman and being a woman of color about anything really um I am grateful for uh, my family um, I'm grateful for that. I don't have to worry about my next, where my next meal is coming from. Yes. Um, it's like, yeah. And that's uh, something people have to worry about on a daily basis and don't just even go hungry. Um, and I'm honestly so grateful and feel so privileged to have this opportunity to take this risk and step into, this new line of work and um, and actually fulfill that part of me that not a lot of people get to do. Um, they don't get to follow their bliss or they don't get to, oh, I really love A, B, and C, and I would have loved to open up a store, but they don't get to because for whatever reason in their life didn't shape yes. them up, either financially, family obligations. Um, so yeah, those are the five things I'm grateful for. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, listening to you makes me be grateful about all the things that you said. You know, having a meal, having a roof over my head, having good people around. So, yeah, it's, in, it's contagious. It you is. Know, gratefulness, appreciation, it is contagious and is probably one of the easiest way to tap into that spiritual awakening that we are talking about. I agree. I honestly, I really agree. And it also, it's, it's more than even just being like grateful for you and this time here that we're having this conversation. It's a way of life. It's grateful also, like having gratitude also for the tragedies and the hardships in your life and knowing that, you know, what all the goods that comes from that, all the growth that comes from that, all the learning and the healing that comes from that. It's just living in a state of gratitude because when you're in a state of gratitude you're a mindful of more 
right? And um, you're then, like I mentioned, like everything then entering into your life is something that you're grateful for. Right, right. Well, I am really grateful that you came here today. <laughs> and, I'm grateful uh, that you... Thank you uh, so much. Thank you. thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for being you. And please do more of, don't stop, just keep going, keep moving and give more and more and more of who you are and what you can give and uh, and of your gifts and uh, and good luck on your spiritual coaching. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And mm-hmm. where people can find you? Oh, uh, you could find me at wildsoulbloom.com. You can subscribe to the blog. Um, if you want any sessions, I have a 12-week spiritual fitness course. That's really cool. Um, and I'm over on Instagram at, at wildsoulbloom. And I also have a podcast that's called Wild Soul Whispers. And it's just, it's basically an audio version of my blog. Nice. Beautiful. Once again, thank you so much for being here and uh, hope to see you soon again. Thank you for sure. Ciao. Grazie.